the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to What's the Score, a series solely dedicated to the support of Central Florida's small business and entrepreneurs. Donated as a community service by Salem Media Group. Now, here's Christopher Hart and Rich Jekyll. Okay, hello again and welcome to What's the Score. Thank you for joining us. I am Christopher Hart of the American Adversaries Radio Show. And once again with me today in the saddle, riding high, is in Rich Jekyll. saddle. Hello, Christopher Hart of their hearts. All right. Good to see you again, Rich. And you too, kind of. All right. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. We really do appreciate it. All right. Once again, this is the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business and put it into practice. And, of course, SCORE is a great organization. Just real quickly, though, Rich, the, the elevator speech, in case the we have some new listeners. Yes, it's a nonprofit organization, and we are all volunteers. And um, we have 10,000 volunteers across the U.S. and about 400 offices. So wherever you go, you're going to find a SCORE office <laughs> that you can go to. And the best part about it is that the counseling... Business counseling is absolutely the F word. Yep, there. Say it again. Free. Free. That's right, folks. It is a free mentorship program for entrepreneurs and people who want to be entrepreneurs. And as Rich said, this is a nationwide organization with volunteers all across the country. You can find out where they're at by going to score.org, where they have a lot of other great information and tools for you as you begin to put together a business. Well, or a business, business plan. plan. Exactly. Right. Yep. And uh, score here in Orlando, you can find them at scoreorlando.org. So score.org for the national organization, scoreorlando.org for the local organization. And they are located here in the National Entrepreneur Center in the Fashion Square Mall. Exactly. When you're getting a pair of shoes, stop in and say yes. That's right. Get a, get a business, too. Yeah. <laughs> or get a business idea <laughs> plan. Right. Buy your shoes in a business. There you go. And uh, they have, entre- excuse me, they have uh, volunteers uh, from all different uh, parts of the business world. And so whatever your business is or whatever your business needs, they can provide you help. And once again, it is absolutely free. Now, they also offer a lot of great seminars and meetings and breakfast uh, series. They have a breakfast series going on right now, which is extremely popular. And the breakfast series is free. There are minimum charges for the seminars, and you can find out all the details once again by going to scoreorlando.org. That's scoreorlando.org. And they do prefer you to register for these events so that they'll have the proper. Uh, amount of handouts, right? Yeah, whether it's whether it's coffee and stuff for the breakfast series, and of course the uh, physical handouts, the the uh, the material material. that goes along with the coursework. They want to make sure that they get that in your hands. So that's uh, why they'd like you to pre-register at scoreorlando.org. If you'd like to call them by the phone, 
You can do that at 407-420-4844. Once again, that's 407-420-4844 for the office in the National Entrepreneur Center. Yeah, let me make just one comment about the handouts. We talk about it every week. But the handouts actually include stuff like contact numbers. Who's my representative that I talk to to get an occupational license? They have things like how do I contact the Trade Commission for import-export and all that stuff, which is covered in the seminar. But, you know, you lose half that information when you walk out. So there you have it in the pack out packet, and that's why it's so important. And so, there you go. There you have it. That's why we like you to pre-register. Now, if you'd like to just walk in over there and pay them a visit and perhaps uh, uh, make an appointment uh, for an official sit-down meeting with one of the mentors, you can do that because the National Entrepreneur Center, once again, is in the Fashion Square Mall, and it is open from 9 to 4 every every, uh, Monday through Friday. So if you'd like to just, as Rich says, buy a pair of shoes and walk on in and, and Get it, uh, shoes, say walk. hello, there yeah. you go. There you you go. can do that. It's, it's so very convenient. And also, you know, uh, you can get phone counseling. Did we talk about that before? Well, I know we've talked about the what you call the MOD, the mod. Yeah, the manager of the day is responsible for phone counseling. If you have questions about your business or contacts or where do I go for this or how do I write a business plan, you can actually phone. You will get a counselor on the phone, and they can spend about 10 minutes with you answering your questions. Yeah. I phone. Yep. At 407-420-4844. Yeah. All right. So it's really easy to remember. And the breakfast series, uh, once again, this has been a very popular series. Yeah, yeah. And uh, these are going on continuously throughout the end of the year. And then they're already, I believe, working on next year's schedule for these things. So uh, these are free events. And they are, once again, they're presented at the Fashion Square Mall in the Entrepreneur Center. And once again, you can find the schedule and the topics by going to scoreorlando.org and register, please, while you are there. Very good. By the way, also, when you're on the computer, zip on over to Facebook and visit the Score Orlando page on Facebook and like us, please. We'd appreciate that. It's nice when you like us. There you go. There you go. (laughs) All right. And uh, today's guest now is a high flyer. Yeah, well, that's one word for it. Uh, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I was going to say that uh, I met him at BizFest last year or this year. I forget now. This past May, yeah. Yeah, he'd just gotten out of jail and stuff. And <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so he really pre- his wife really appreciates <laughs> you saying yeah, that. I'm sure. I'm sure. But anyway, he's such an interesting entrepreneur. I said, oh, boy, you've got to hear this guy. So here he is. And his name is Mike Blackton, and he is the president of Chopper. How you doing, Mike? Doing good. How you guys doing today? All right, good. Now, I didn't see any uh, motorcycles with the extended forks in the uh, driveway out there, so what kind of Chopper are you talking about here? We fly, uh, we have numerous ones, Robinsons. No, you're oh. talking about helicopters. Yes, sir. We're talking uh, about right. motorcycles. Oh, yeah. You guys Chopper. are already me from the start. Sorry about that. Um, he sometimes gets off on a tangent there. Who, goes, me? Yeah, goes into no. uh, Chris's world. No. Uh, Mike, uh, you, uh, you've got a helicopter company. Yes, sir. Uh, obviously, Chopper Hence is a great name for that. Chopper. Right? You can find him on the web at flychopper.com. Uh, first of all, before we actually get into this, is this your first business? No, it's not. 
Uh, well, tell us a little bit about your background. Are you from the Orlando area here? From Orlando, born and raised, went to Florida State in 2001. It's been a good time up there and uh, have been moved around the states ever since. Went to Sweden for a few years and now I'm back here working again. Where'd you go to high school here? I went to Boone High School for a year and then went to Riverside Military Academy for the remainder of my okay. education. Do you know those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you're you're a local fella. You you went out of town for a while. You came back, but you say this is not your first business. What was your first business? My first business I started about three months into college. Uh, it was called Deuce Deuces. Back then, the the real big thing was to put rims on your car, stereo systems, all these things. I didn't like it. I never had it, but I saw the need for it and realized, hey, I have a wide range of contacts. There's no reason why I can't sell it to them versus the other company. So I went out, got an LLC. Found a guy with a car wash that had a, a display store and said, hey, let's get in business together. And that that's that. How yeah. about that? How old were you at that time? 18 years old. And you did that for how long? I did that for two years and then sold it to a competitor in town. So you started a business at 18 and sold it at 20. Yes, what an exit strategy. <laughs> not bad. Yeah. Not bad. How did you come up with, uh, you know, a lot of people just, you know, selling a business is it can be a very perplexing thing. How did yeah. you come up with the sell, selling price? I was very involved with the athletic program, and I was a member of the university club, which gave me access to the stadium. So I met the football players. I was in class with the football players, and they were our biggest customers. And R&R huh. Truck and Accessories was the competitor in town that they used to go to. And I stole their business, and eventually they realized they were losing a lot of business to me, and they approached me asking if I'd want to merge with them, or I said I'd prefer to sell, and that's what we did. Did they make you an offer you couldn't refuse? They made me a pretty good offer at the age of 20 that I definitely accepted it. All right. How did you evaluate your business? Did you go to a broker? No, I I knew what my sales were, and, you know, your annual revenue times two and a half is the value of your company. Very good. Very good, yeah. Annual revenue times two and a half. Sometimes up to five. The value of the company. Okay, sometimes up to five. Yeah. Um, So you sold that business, and what did you do? I kept going to school and was thinking of the next company to start. You were going to FSU? Yes, sir. Go Knowles. (laughs) <laughs> okay, all right. There you go. You can get a plug in there. Yeah, and there was a it was a big party scene, so I realized event planning was another good company to start. So I started a company called Reality on Hold. Um, kind of put reality on hold to enjoy events. Okay, and I've had that running for about ten years now, and it's been pretty successful. So you're, you're still, still with it? Actually, I'm God. I'm old. I'm 34 now, so it's been going for oh, 14 God, years. Right. You but you still old. have that business? Yes, sir. Uh, do you spend a lot of time running that business? It's more seasonal. We normally do only events around the holidays, and our biggest event is the New Year's Eve Yacht Party, which has been running for 10 years strong. We go out and we charter 140-foot yachts. We can put you know 400 people on them. They're three different levels, and we just have a hell of a party. Oh, that's that's amazing. <laughs> so you have a, a staff of people, I take it, that uh, work with you on that particular business? All of, all of our staff are contractors. They're all 1099 employees that we contract them as needed. Okay. All right. Once again, we're speaking with Mike Blackton. He is the president and owner-operator of Chopper. Yes, right? sir. Chopper. And uh, we're going to be telling you a whole lot more about that. So you started that business, and then is that because you were in the events business, sort of what led you to Chopper? Or was there something else in between? There are a couple companies in between. Uh, Chopper kind of fell in my laps. Uh, a few years ago, I had some friends that were really involved in the flying and we were brainstorming okay. different ideas on how we could use these helicopters more. And we thought of a company called Bacon Chopper. Okay. All right. We're going to get to that. <laughs> um, that's that. Uh, uh, our audience is going to love yes. that. But you said there were a couple of things in between. What What were they? Um, we started a con- uh, consulting business for companies. Um, social media wasn't really big then. A lot of companies didn't know how to 
navigate around and stuff. Correct. So it was called Corporate Superheroes, and we kind of came in and we were the superheroes for your company because we got you online and got you on track with your social media accounts, your marketing, your advertising, things that you really weren't used to yet because social media was so new. And did you did you still do? Are you still doing that? Or we do that part time as well when it's needed. It's not my full time business now because I'm more involved in Chopper. Okay. Do right. you have a life at all? A hell of a one. Yeah. It sounds <laughs> like it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he is uh, he has chosen businesses <laughs> that uh, yeah, it is, uh, would be fun to do. Right. Uh, That's the whole idea and, in yeah, life. Find something you love so. to do and. Yeah. Uh, and we need to uh, hang so, around him more. So yeah, we're, you, we're throwing parties. We're flying around in helicopters, shooting hogs. We're flying around in helicopters. Uh, yeah, work isn't yeah, boring. Uh, yeah. No, it can't yeah. be. Uh, yeah, he did say that, folks. We'll talk more about that here in a minute. Um, but uh, we're going to go to a break here in just a moment. But it just seems like uh, you, the entrepreneur spirit really runs strong in you. Did you get it from your parents? Were they entrepreneurs? How, where did this come from? No, my grandfather was an entrepreneur, moved out from Jersey in the 50s, started a couple of companies, did really, really well. I actually moved out of my house when I was 13, so I had to fend for myself and learned a lot on my own, and I did. And I kind of learned that, hey, you've got to be a, have a go-getter attitude or you're not going to go and get it. And it was really my motivation to be more successful than my parents that weren't ever around. All right, we're going to continue this conversation wow. after the break with Mike Blackton, and uh, he's going to tell you how you can fly high in one of his choppers. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you'd like to visit his website, it is flychopper.com. And once again, the SCORE website is scoreorlando.org for the local events. All right, stick around for more of What's the Score? Because we're coming right back after this short break. Please tell your friends about us. Don't go away. Okay, welcome back to What's the Score, folks. And uh, once again, uh, we really do appreciate you being out there and telling your friends and family about the show because the audience is growing exponentially. Whoa, whoa. Uh, look out there. Uh, Those big words coming out of you again. Uh, You've been look, reading a dictionary. I, something's been going on. Right. Anyway, that is Rich Jekyll. I am Christopher Hart. And in the studio with us today is... Mike Blackton, and he is the president and the owner, operator, and, and I guess part creator of Chopper. A couple of times you said, we've done this, we've done that. Who is we? Are you in a partnership with someone? There actually is no we. I just say we um, as a whole, speaking about the group. That way, if I'm ever pinned in a corner, I can always have someone that I got to go talk to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Me, myself, and I, basically. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Chopper. Good All idea. Right. Good you, idea. You had... Uh, you had, you have still uh, a business where you do event planning. Yes, sir. And uh, so, is that what led you to Chopper? Let's let's go back there again. No, what led me to Chopper um, was actually a company we started before Chopper, and it was Bacon Chopper. All right, now tell us about Bacon Chopper because you mentioned this. All right, okay. We uh, we're an environmental company, and we get rid of the invasive species, the hog, off your farmland. If you let the far, the hogs run rampant, they're going to destroy your crops. They're going to attack your livestock. They're really nasty creatures. So as environmentalists, we come in and we eradicate the hogs. We do hog depredation. Um, and layman's terms, to make it sound a lot more fun, we fly around in helicopters with AR-15s shooting hogs. <laughs> You're probably going to be inundated with people applying oh for God. a job. Well, actually, I suppose the naturalists would go along with this, at least some of them anyway. Yeah. Oh, I don't um, think so. Well, you know, I, there there was a show for a while. I don't know if it's still on A&E or one of those channels that was a family, I guess, out in Texas 
where they rode around in these uh, what are they ATVs, yes. all terrain vehicles, yep. and and you know had six guns on their sides and stuff like this, and they went out. They were hunting them too. Yes, that's so, where it came from, isn't it? Yes, we got the idea from Texas. Yeah, is that right? Yes, sir. and and so the the more advanced companies out there don't use ATVs anymore; they use helicopters. Correct. It's more economical to use a helicopter to cover the wide range of land that we're using. Right. There, there'd be no way you could do it in an ATV in a day. Is well, that right? Plus, they yeah. use AR-15s for this stuff. Well, I was going to say you must the, the 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 shooter, so to speak, must have a pretty good aim, mustn't he? Because a helicopter. I've never taken a helicopter ride, but it would seem to me there's a, there's a certain amount of buffeting around movement of the chopper. You've got to know what you're doing. Most of the clients call and say, do you guarantee I'll kill a hog? And I say, I, I can only guarantee as good as your shot is. <laughs> so you, so people can ride along with you and do this? Yeah, we have paying customers that can come out and try their shot and give us a hand in keeping the environment going. Wow. You know, he could have done the same thing back in Vietnam. In the choppers with the AR-15s. Yeah, they were shooting different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, different things. I, I think that people yeah. would, would suggest that this is a more uh, a purpose or more <laughs> better purpose. This uh, is more yeah. sane. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Depends who you ask. <laughs> so so it, now my first thought would be, okay, helicopters, expensive. How'd you pull this off? That is expensive. Uh, it's not for everybody. It's not your everyday thing. However, we cater more towards business executives. And well, I mean, well, let me back up a minute yeah. because I'm talking about for you. Correct. Okay. You want to start a business using helicopters. It would seem to me you're going to need some help buying helicopters. Or do you lease them or how does that work? We broker them out through existing owners. I see. Okay. And so you've come up with a way to make a business out of it without actually having to own the helicopters. Correct. Uh, do you do this often? Yes. <laughs> is it a stress relief <laughs> mechanism? It, it depends if you hit them or not. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, last week we had the uh, the chambers, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple of different, different ways to relieve the stress, so to speak. I um, like this one, though. Um, and is this in big demand here in Florida? Because I, I know there are wild boar here in Florida. That's what you're talking yeah. about, right? Yeah, there's a big demand. There's 1.2 million feral hogs in Florida, and they reproduce every 100. 20 days so even at our full force going out and trying to eradicate them their population still continues to grow we're not even denting it all right wow. now, obviously there must be some uh government regulations as to when and where you can do this there is not um the feral hog there's no bag limit no size limit um no weight it is done solely as an invasive species and they want them out of here yeah. Is as that many right? as you want, as, as many, many as you can carry. Yes, sir. Yeah, and it's so, interesting. It's interesting about you shoot them and you leave them. But go ahead from there. We actually we don't leave them. We tag them on a GPS and have exactly. a jeep go get them. We quarter them up, and the shooter has the option to either take the meat home. If the shooter does not want the meat, we donate it to homeless shelters. We do not let any of the meat go to waste. See, so so you butcher thing. them yourself. You say they, you quarter them up. I don't personally quarter them up, but we have a butcher that does quarter them up. Okay, in other words, that's, part of, that's part of the service, yes, so sir. to speak. Um, we don't leave anything wasted behind. We don't damage the land. We take all of our shells with us. Um, so even the people that think we're complete jerks, we're still doing a good thing for the community. <laughs> all right. Okay. Yeah. Are there a lot of those? There's a few. There's a few vegetarians that think what we're doing is wrong. Oh. But you know, if we don't shoot oh, the hogs, the we have no vegetables to eat. Well, that, that's the whole point. I mean, would 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 they allow you know locusts to destroy crops? I'm talking about vegetarians. I'm a vegetarian myself. Yep. I mean, you can take this too far, right? Yeah. So, and uh, vegetarianism is not for everybody. Correct. And so, 
we've got to protect the lands that your food's growing on. Right. Uh, how, how, how big is the demand for this? It's pretty large. Um, we have a high capacity to do it. We can fill our capacity. It's not as big as the demand out in Texas. Texas really has it going on. Is that um, right? We don't have enough land to do it like Texas does. They're operating oh, on yeah. a quarter million acres. We're operating on about 8,000 acres. Oh, I see. I see. How many can go on a trip? Um, we can take three shooters at a time. How about that? Okay, I know you're out there. Get ready to write all this down, oh, folks. Flychopper.com is the website. Flychopper.com. That's real but easy that's, to remember. Yeah. And uh, if you're looking for the bacon chopper, that's going to be baconchopper.com. Okay, all right. Then baconchopper.com. For that, that's the one that probably most people are out there. You're, yeah, man, oh, I want to do that. Man. <laughs> uh, I, I, I want to uh, get in the dark. Um, and by the way, if you'd like to, to call Mike at the office, it's 321-430-HELI, H-E-L-I. All right, that's clever, right? 321-430-H-E-L-I, HELI. And because you also have a company that you started because you knew your way around the social network, I presume that you're, you're, you're making that work to your advantage? Yes, sir. And the, how did you, though, get attention how did you get people to know you were out there in this complex web of things? That was from a, a lesson that my grandfather taught me, and he said, if you build it, they will come. If you have a good product, you don't need to do marketing and advertising because word of mouth will spread it, and you'll get all the business you need. Is that What, what did he do? He, did, he moved down from uh, Jersey in the 50s and started a company doing siding and roofing and flooring. And oh. 65 years later, they're still in business. Yeah. Is that building, right? yeah. building growth back then. Wow. Wow. Um and uh, so the the choppers, as I said, you, you don't own them. Um, other than your own AR, I guess you don't own the weapons either. Do the people bring their own weapon? You can bring your own weapon. We partnered up with a company called Andrew Corp that actually custom fits all of our AR-15s. They're a local company out of Apopka that they make amazing guns. Is that right? Custom it's, fit. Yeah, they, they custom outfit them for the us. The length of the barrel, et cetera? The barrel, the clip, um, or I'm sorry, the magazine. Oh, my God. They take the scopes off because you can't shoot out of a scope while you're flying around. You'll get real dizzy doing 100 knots 20 feet off the ground if and you're looking through a scope. Right, right, right. Now, you won't fall out. We've got three-point harnesses to keep okay. everybody in. And is there a mount to put the uh, barrel of the gun in? Sort of like a tripod or something. So you're just holding it's it with free. your own. It's all as good as you free are. Free stand. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, this is fascinating. And it's only, it's not fully automatic. No, they, no, they can't be. Three round burst. Yeah. Semi-automatic. You've got a three. All right. Yes. So it's, uh, we don't want anyone shooting us out of the air. Yeah, no, really. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, but that's not the only thing you do with helicopters. Correct. We also transport people. What do you mean by that? We launched a company in the beginning of June. It is the Uber of helicopters. And <laughs> it's, it's an on-demand helicopter charter service. In Florida, we have a total of 32 helicopters spread out of nine different cities. Our capacity is 120 flights a day that can transport 502 people daily. Unbelievable. Uh, you were written up in the Sentinel, too. Right? Yeah, we had a great article by um, Paul Brinkman on the front page of the Orlando Sentinel when we yeah. launched at the beginning of June. We've also had one in the Orlando Business Journal. Uh, we're on a couple of news stations. They did some stuff for us. Okay. It's been pretty exciting. Now, say I want to uh, – say I'm, I'm bored and, and I want to hire a helicopter and I want to go to a, a particular shopping area – in Tampa. We can do that. All right. Will you put me right there at the shopping center, or do I have to go from an airport to the shopping center? Most of our landing spots are at hotels or executive airports. However, in most counties or cities, as long as you have the landowner's permission, you can land there. 
Um, I know one of Rich's favorite places to go is located oh. south of the airport, and there's no helipad there, but they have, do have a parking lot, and we're granting permissions. So sometimes, you know, me and Rich, we fly from Orlando Executive to Rachel's, and we land there and have our meetings. Rachel's. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I don't play golf, so Rachel's Steakhouse is my golf course. Okay, all right. That's where I go for my meetings. I, I understand <laughs> they, they employ an actual full fledged chef for the cuisine. Yes, there. they do. Yes. It's a great Plus, steakhouse. They allowed him to land in the parking lot. Uh, that that's amazing. So if you want to get a bunch of business well, well, executives, well, what would be the wait time? Uh, let's say I need a helicopter in in uh, an hour. Uh, we'll have it ready in fifteen minutes. You, the wait time is only fifteen minutes. Fifteen yes, minutes. So, in other words, if you can get to an airport where there's a helicopter in 15 minutes, it'll be there, started up, ready to go. You don't got to worry about getting there. When you make your reservation, we send you an Uber Black to pick you up and take you to the chopper. So, you are you, is this done in cooperation with Uber? Nope. We are completely separate. However, we are working on an agreement with them to provide transportation for all of our clients yeah, to and from the choppers. Cool. That'd be cool. Wow. What about pilots? That's up to the charter company. They've got their own aircraft and their own pilots. Uh, most of the companies that have the certificates that we require, we do a vigorous check on them. They right. have to have the Part 135, which is a charter certificate. They have to have a clean accident history, and they have to have pilots on standby. If they meet those three requirements and the aircraft look good, we'll bring them on part of our team. I see. Once again, we're speaking today with Mike Blackton, and he is the president of Chopper which we are talking about here. If you need to get somewhere fast, he can get you there fast. Yeah. That's right. If you want By to go way. up and shoot some hogs, he can get you set up to do that too. By bacon the way, chopper. did you bring some bacon with you? I did not. Did not. I did not. I didn't think you guys would want any. Flychopper.com. This, this is done. Flychopper.com <laughs> is the website. His office number, once again, is 321-430-HELI, 321-430-H-E-L-I. And if you want to do the bacon thing, it's baconchopper.com. Correct. And the phone number for that one is 98029-BACON. 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 You have to be over 16 years of age, and you have to be a U.S. citizen. If That's you're, it? If you're from a different country, you need a separate permit due to the regulations from the FAA. They consider discharging powder out of an aircraft to be kind of a gray area. Right. So you can only do it if you're a U.S. citizen. Right. Yeah, oh, there's there's the okay. whole you know security concern and everything that right. comes into this right, thing. Right. You don't want the right guy, the wrong person, I should say, in a helicopter with a loaded weapon where he can put it up to the pilot's head or something like that. Right. Correct. We like being up in the air, not on the ground. Exactly. All right. Mike Blackton. Chopper, flychopper.com or baconchopper.com. Once again, he's going to stick around with us and uh, thank you for being with us. And we'll be right back with more of What's the Score? Still can't believe he didn't bring bacon. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to What's the Score? Yeah, I'm all here by myself because uh, Rich and Mike just uh, flew out to go down to Rachel's. <laughs> right, right. All right, I am Christopher Hart. Rich Jekyll is actually still in the studio with me here, as is Mike Blackton. 
president, owner, operator of Chopper. And no, it is not a motorcycle. This is the kind of the chopper real you fly. Chopper, chopper. Yeah, exactly. And uh, this is a fascinating business. Uh, this fellow obviously has uh, the entrepreneurial uh, green thumb, oh so to God, speak. Oh, my God, does he ever. Yeah, and... Uh, He's got several businesses uh, that he started. Uh, one, his first one, he sold off. He started at the age of 18, sold it off at the age of 20 because his competitor was sick and tired of him stealing their business. <laughs> <laughs> so he bought him out. Uh, I mean, that's that's the perfect scenario, oh, isn't man. it? What an exit strategy and I tell is. you what, buddy. And, uh, and it's, you know, I, I want to talk more about your businesses. But first, how is it that you – what is – is there some – formula, if you will, that you see these sort of needs and you jump in there and you fill it? I can't even explain it. I, I, I get these ideas in my head and sometimes my girlfriend looks at me and says, you spent too long in the shower. And a, <laughs> a, a month later, I got a company up and running taking care of the need that I saw a void for. I know well, a lot of people don't have the drive to go out there and physically do it. Everyone talks about an idea, but they don't take that first step getting towards it. I've got no problem taking steps. Well, it also, it all, excuse me, real quick. It also seems as though you're not afraid to, uh, for lack of a better phrase, think big. Oh, I've been told no my whole life. One more is not going to get me down. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I'm sorry, Rich. You were going to say something. I was going to say, is this some sort of competition between you and your girlfriend? Because she's a flight attendant. So now you're flying choppers. Oh, no, I was flying way before we got together. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was probably doing her job, and here he comes flying by in a helicopter, right? Shooting dogs. <laughs> yeah, what did that guy do? So, uh, the, uh, so, okay, so you got an event company, all right, and you got this helicopter company where you're, you're flying people around. Have you tied those two together? I have. Um, we are going to start flying to mainstream events. If you, don't, if you live in Orlando and you want to go to the Daytona 500, you can sit in traffic for three and a half hours, pay for park and walk to the event, or we can fly you there in half an hour. And because the airport's right there at the track, you can, or do they have a place at the track where they allow you to land? The airport is right next door. You can walk right. across the street right. to the track. Right, yeah. We're yeah. also going to fly people over to Tampa for the Sunset Music Festival as well as the College Football Championships. In January, we're going to do the Rolex 24. We're doing events down at the Miami Speedway, the Ultra Music Festival in Miami. Um, we geared towards large-scale events is going to be our niche that we're going to try and conquer. Thank you can go party as much as you want and just get on a chopper. Now, it, it seems to me you don't have to, but do you work with the event promoters in any way, shape, or form? We try to. We reach out to them. However, they're not too responsive because they've got their hands full. So we just kind of show up and do our own thing, and eventually they notice us and say, hey, well, if they're doing yeah, this and making yeah. money off it, why don't we get involved with them? And say, yeah. well, we tried to get you involved years ago, and you didn't. Uh, we don't need you now, but, you know, let's talk and see what kind of stuff we can do. Yeah, because they could be booking groups, too. Correct, and they would also get a commission off all their sales. Right. They just don't realize that at first it's when we first approach thing. them. All right, yeah. well, My, now, yeah. you, you just used the word groups. Uh, obviously, helicopters, I mean, unless you got access to a Chinook, uh, are going to be fairly limited in the seating, correct? No, the largest helicopter we have will be an Augusta 109C or an EC-155 that can hold eight passengers. The smallest one would be a Robinson 44 that holds three. That holds three people. And, and I guess you could put together a fleet if you needed to for a big enough group? Correct, yeah. We, um, in the state of Florida, we have 32 helicopters that uh, we can contract. We can do 125, 120 flights a day, transporting 502 people total daily. Holy cow. All right, so if you've got a group of 502 people or less, they can accommodate you any day of the week, right? Yes, sir. And these events, uh, obviously any event is a potential uh, moneymaker for you. 
Yeah, we uh, fly out to the Ritz-Carlton, Grand Lakes, Orlando, the Waldorf Astoria, some of the restaurants off of Sand Lake. So if you're in town staying at one of those restaurants and you have a concert at the Amway or a basketball game you want to go to, we'll fly your family out to the Amway for the game and fly you back. Or vice versa, if you live downtown and you want to go out to the Ritz-Carlton for a nice dinner or the Waldorf, we'll pick you up at the Amway, we'll fly you there for dinner and bring you back. Now, does the, the price compare with, say, a limo ride? Oh, heavens no. <laughs> <laughs> that means it's higher. Pretty much more expensive, obviously. Well, it depends how many people are going and the type of aircraft. All right. Um, now, when they're in the aircraft, they're, they're, it's not a situation like it would be, say, in a limousine where they can get back there and party and drink and do all that stuff, is it? Um, there's really uh, – we do play music in the helicopters. We, you bring your own champagne. You can have drinks. The okay, you can drink. do that. Yeah. Okay. But you have to bring your own. No, we, we'll wa- supply it if you want. Oh, okay. I see. What about weather? Weather is a challenge. Uh, yeah. We do live in Florida, and it rains every single day, but it's not a problem because, as we all know, wait 15 minutes, it'll push through, and you'll get back on track. Okay. We can also go around the storms. We don't have to fly right through them. Oh, my God, I hope not. <laughs> yeah. uh, and how long have you been doing this? Where the, the When exactly did you start the chopper business? Because you, you said you first you started it with the, the chasing down the hogs. Yeah, that was about three years ago we started baking chopper. Okay, when did you start the, the transport business? Event. We started the uh, the people transporting. It started June 1st. We've had the idea oh, for this a while. Year. Yes, sir. Okay. We've had the idea for a while, but the companies we were dealing with weren't certified to transport people. They were only certified to do tours. Once more of them got online to transport people, uh, I saw the opportunity to make the switch from bacon chopper to chopper and just run with it as fast as I could. Have people been taking advantage of it? Yes, they have. Is, are they satisfied with the service? They are. We fly a lot of attorneys and corporate executives seems to be our main clients mm-hmm. due to the fact uh, we search for people that get paid hourly. If your hourly billable is high enough that justifies a flight versus a drive, for instance, an attorney, if you have a case in Tallahassee, it'll take you four hours to drive there, eight hours round trip. You know, if you bill $2,000 an hour, you just lost $16,000 traveling. You're sure as hell going to pay three grand to fly there and back. I see. Three grand? For wow. a, yeah, Are a, you a, a pilot, charter. by the way? I am not. Oh. Um, Thank goodness. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, how did you meet up with Rich? Because you guys have a, a, a sort of consulting relationship, I take it. Yeah, about a, a little bit over a year ago, we were walking around uh, the Fashion Square Mall, and I noticed the score. Uh, we were at BizFest. Biz we weren't Biz shopping Fest. together. Yeah, he wasn't the... shopping. I was shopping. And I, <laughs> okay, I so stole... you were just having me in the Fashion Square shopping the day that they were doing the BizFest. Yeah, and I saw a bunch of people, and I figured if there's a crowd there. It's something I want to be in, so I walked right in and walked up to Rich and said, what's going on? You know, inform me, and he did, and the rest is history. Yeah. So you've been consulting with Rich since? Not yeah. really. I mean, uh, unofficially counseling. You know, we and talk he's still in business? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he still talks to me. He's amazing. Glutton for punishment, oh isn't he? God. Uh, well, he? He called me about this and said, you got a real face for radio, so would you mind coming down? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure your girlfriend appreciated <laughs> hearing that, too. Yeah, yeah. actually, um, she did. So, so... At what capacity, though, Rich, are you, you consulting with him without Just getting too deep into him? Okay, new ideas and that sort of yeah, thing? that's basically it. Yeah, yeah I, because it seems... I tell him he's crazy most of the time, and he does comes out and makes money at everything. Yeah, well, it seems like it. He listens to my crazy ideas and bounces them back. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it's funny because... Uh, you know, one thing that Trump says, and I don't want to get it, you know deep into this at all, but he, he says, as long as you're thinking, why not think big? And it seems that you kind of epitomize that. Uh, no idea really? seems to, to intimidate you. 
I've actually taken on another one of Trump's principles. I'm letting the media pay for all my advertising. I guess we're guilty of that here too, right? Yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously, you're getting a lot of publicity, is what you're getting for this, right? Yeah, we've yeah. had some great front page articles, some uh, really good news articles. Um, well, last, it helps when you got news. a really unique idea. It does. It does. Idea, uh, yeah, right? And we don't do anything with this. Gear. This. this <laughs> This is this is unique. I mean, obviously, I would I would imagine that that something like Chopper, not the hog, you know, not the bacon chop, chopper, but the the transportation chopper business in Washington D or Washington and New York and places like that. There probably is something to this like this, isn't there? There is not. No one's doing it on demand. There's one company in New York that's only focused on the New York market. I'm statewide already in Florida, and I'll be nationwide by the end of the year. We've got a really rapid expansion on growth. Uh, we will be in all 50 states in the next four months. It, awesome. Is the growth of the business supporting that growth? In other words, is it producing the revenue to make that happen? It's not, but I feel that we need that to have a whole product. The, the reason Uber is so successful is they have a driver and a car in every single city that you go. Um, I want you to be able to go to my app and have a helicopter and a pilot in every single city. Now, if Uber did not have the assets they had, they wouldn't be successful. So for me, being able to facilitate any order I get is our book of business. If I can't take care of your flight, then I'm not doing enough. Did they have the same business model? In other words, when Uber started out, did they realize that it had to be a national thing or it wasn't really going to work? It started in, didn't it start in like San Francisco or somewhere like yeah, that? I don't know if we had the same business model. God, I hope we do because they're worth about $46 billion right now. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, I hope our business models are somewhat similar. That would be nice to know. All right. Okay. Um, when you got your own helicopter and you're flying around, just remember us, okay, right? <laughs> <laughs> Little people. Yeah, I can right. drop off some bacon. <laughs> there you oh, go. thank you. There you go. There you go. Um, so you want to, you're, you're taking this national, are you looking for investors? We are not actively searching investors. However, uh, we, we don't, we're not nonsense. If someone comes up and has a good idea and has money to put towards the company, we will definitely entertain the idea. Okay. Uh-huh. And by the way, if you just tuned in, when he says we, he means him. He means, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mike Me, Blackton. myself, and I. Yeah, right. Mike Black, three of us. Right. Mike Black, Blackton. Yeah. Chopper is the name of his business, and he's got a couple of websites, flychopper.com and also baconchopper.com if you want to find out how shoot you, dogs, you, man. you get up there and shoot some shoot you some bacon that's right and um you uh the event business is there a uh, a web page for the event the event business there is it's nye yacht party and on facebook it's reality on hold reality <laughs> on hold reality on hold who came up with these on ideas? facebook yeah. All these names? I came up with them figures. all. Reality I'm, I'm on hold. creative, surprisingly enough. Yeah. How and many beers was, did you have to have? <laughs> really? What was the website? Again, please. Uh, NYE Yacht Party for New Year's Eve Yacht Party. Oh, okay. NYE Yacht Party. Yeah. And, and, and that's one of your uh, events that you promote. Now, is this an event that you actually put together yourself? Yeah. We uh, got tired of going to bars, paying hard, large cover fees to get in and waiting for drinks. I'm like, well, hell, we can throw a better party for a lot cheaper. So why don't we just start throwing our own parties? It started out with 50 people on one boat. We've grown to three boats three boats and 1,500 people. Oh, my God. Well, they're actually called yachts when they're yacht big. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, and and so every New Year's Eve, you throw one of these parties, and and do you fill up the boat? Oh, we sell out every year. 
Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Just because of all, just because of the internet advertising that you do? We do zero advertising. It's all word of mouth. I mean, we've built our book of business over the years, and people okay, so just heard of us. Where are your, they? Your grandfather's uh, yeah. f- formula. If you build it, they will come. But also, the Taj Mahal was not built in one day. <laughs> that was another one of them? Yeah. Where uh, are these things? Obviously, he's a builder, right? Fort Lauderdale. Oh, they're all in Lottie down. The boats are, yes. Okay. Same. Okay. Uh, all right. <clears throat> but you can take the helicopter to Fort Lauderdale to take oh, the boat, he's right? got it. He's all got right. it covered, all man. Right. You can say, take Uber to the helicopter, the helicopter to Fort Lottie down, and you're in. There you go. Okay. We'll be right back with more of the score, with more of what's the score. So please stay with us. And once again, flychopper.com or baconchopper.com. Yeah, That's the, the one you really want. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to What's the Score, the show designed to help you come up with that winning combination for your business. Uh, don't forget now, radio is still one of the great ways to get your message out there. That's what Mike's doing. He's taking advantage of this show in order to do that. Yep. But who knows? He may come back in the future and buy some ad time on radio because it's a great way to reach a market that you want to reach. If, what he, brings market? Us, if he brings us the bacon, he can get it. Right, there you go. All right. That's right. Bring home the bacon. You yeah, heard that there one, you right? go. All right. And uh, radio can help you do that by getting the word of mouth out around. You can actually have testimonials. You just heard Mike say the word of mouth is his grandfather's formula. You can help get that word of mouth amplified by having those testimonials read, or I should say given, on radio. And uh, it's a great way to get your message out to the ears, to the people that you want to hear it. And Salem Media Group, which owns this station, has four great radio stations right here in Central Florida. They have FM signals as well. And you can find out all about how to get on the radio, either advertising, sponsoring a show, or having your very own show like this one right here by calling the station manager here, Bill Files, at 407-618-1760. Bill would love to tell you how easy it is to get on radio. They will take care of everything for you from the production to the playing of the commercials. And if you want to put them on other stations, they can get them to them as well. 407-618-1760. Hey, you know, one of the the, uh, the things I like best, and I say this every week, is that a business has to have its target market defined. Correct. You can't sell to somebody who doesn't want your product. That's one of the beauties of radio. You've got a target market, and it's geared so it reaches that target market. Absolutely. All right. We got speaking of targets, we got yeah, Mike Blackton right. on the show here yeah, today. Those poor hogs have and, a target on their back. And you want to talk about seeing a need and filling it uh, with the the business with the hogs. And then I guess it was just sort of a logical step. You know, you got helicopters available. Why not have them transport people to and from rather than taking them out on hunting ventures? Correct. And this is uh, a business you're going to take national. But you you have still several businesses operating simultaneously, correct? Correct. How do you keep it all that organized? Do you have different business entities that you have to file different paperwork for each one? We do. We actually have a main firm called Blackton Investments, which is a venture capital firm. That's where we deal with our investors that help fund the projects and ideas that we have. And then each project is an entity underneath Blackton Investments. It's uh-huh. sort of an umbrella company. Okay. Yeah. All right. So if there is a, an angel investor out there, for instance, or someone who is very interested in this, there is an avenue 
for them to be involved. For current projects and future, yes, sir. And so you have future plans. Yes, I do. Are, I don't want you to give away any of the, uh, you know, the, the, your ideas, so to speak, but are they in relation to the businesses that you already have or entirely new things? They're entirely new things. They're in Mike's world. Okay. All right. It's out the, there, man. The, the checkbook gets me talking real quick. Is that right? <laughs> and now these other ideas, are they strictly your own or do people come with you now with ideas because they see I, that you can take a business and make it work? I've been approached by a few people with their ideas and I, I've helped them get going, but the ideas I focus on are mainly my own. I've got no problem giving people advice, doing consulting and helping them get up and running. We also do consulting as one of our businesses through corporate superheroes, but these ideas through Blackstone Investments are 100% my own. Cor- Did you say corporate superheroes? Yeah, that was the yeah. kind of, we kind of do business consulting social as well media. as the social media aspect. I see, I see. okay. What about, uh, what about um, uh, uh, seasonal? I mean, it sounds like your yacht thing is seasonal once Correct. a year, right? Yeah, so most the of the rest companies of are it, seasonal. The rest of the time it's fallow. I mean, it just lies there. It's a big enough producer that it's okay to, that it sits there. No kidding. Yeah. Well, also, it seems to me that that your your corporate your your investment. What did you call it again? Blackton Investments. Blackton Investments. Pretty low overhead, generally speaking. Really low overhead. Most of our employees are ten ninety nine contractors, and even though some of the businesses are seasonal, we've got enough of them that we're we're busy every season. So most of your employees, probably actually, other than the pilots. Or the drivers or whatever work out of their homes. I would take it. We do have an office to come into to help facilitate our daily operations. However, if they are more comfortable working remotely, we're all for that. Okay, because as contractors, they can pretty much set their own hours and that sort of thing. Yeah, as long as their hours and when we need them. Okay. I'm surprised you don't have some yacht floating around in some lake someplace as your office. No. Oh, wait a minute. You got one. You're thinking of one. I was going to say, that looked like he's already thought of that. (laughs) Um, But uh, no comment. There there you go. I Uh, see. This, this, the business environment for this sort of thing in Central Florida, though, evidently is there. It is. We actually, um, we're working with the city right now, getting a helipad downtown. We've got five buildings that we've scouted out that would be really, really good for them. We've gone through numerous meetings. We've you, got the funding for it. You mean the buildings could already accommodate? In other words, a helipad would be basically they would put an X on top of the building or something. It's a little more intricate than that. But, yeah, they would put a big H on top of the building. Three of the buildings are new construction. And a little wind flag or something wind like that. Wind flag, lights, all the FAA requirements. The FAA is really strict. Three of the developments are brand new that haven't even broke ground. So we would incorporate that oh, into the plans. So okay. We've got a meeting with the city of Orlando tomorrow to discuss the five options and hopefully pinpoint one down and get their blessing. And obviously, a builder downtown of one of those high-rises would probably want this accommodation. Yeah, they would be the only one in Orlando to have it. It would make their property stand out, right. and it would attract a different type of business that currently is not in Orlando, which is the business community. We don't welcome the business community, and we need to. Okay. You know, besides being a consummate entrepreneur, you are the consummate salesperson, too. No, I can sell ice to an ice man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably a success right well, there. Yeah, that has a lot it's to do. how he talked the hogs into volunteering. A is lot to do me. with it. But, you know, you, you mentioned once again your, your grandfather's <laughs> principles. Uh, the one is build it and they will come. Um, if it's good. If I was going to say, there, there have to be a sort of a caveat to that. Uh, yeah. Good and, in this case, unique. You've You've... You've been kind of ahead of the curve, it seems, more or less. Maybe not so much with the hogs. Uh, that was already going on in Texas, but you, you introduced it to a whole new market here, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But with the other ones, you're, you're kind of ahead of the curve, more or less. 
I see a need and I try and find a void for that need. And when I realize it doesn't exist, I can't be the only one out there doing it or the only one out there that needs that service. So I create the service and let everyone else pay for it. Okay. That's a, that's a pretty good winning uh, business model right there. Um, Turn your hobbies into careers. Find out where you spend your money and start a company doing that. And let other people pay for your hobbies. There you go, folks. It's that is a consummate entrepreneur. Great, great right business there. principles right there. Yeah. And you'll be a whole lot happier in life, too, right? Yes. Um, I don't sit in a cubicle. <laughs> I don't think you could would last in a cubicle, uh-uh. not very long the anyway. cubicle wouldn't last. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so you, you're working, you said, with the city, uh, and uh, they they like what they, they see in, in this, this potential here? Yeah, well, from their side, it's tax revenue. If there's a helipad on the building, the building's worth a lot more money, so the income taxes on that building are worth more money. Now, if we're attracting corporate regional headquarters, which we will with this helipad, now they've got corporations locating their regional headquarters here paying the local taxes here, their income taxes. Then you've got the actual employees renting houses, eating, spending their money here, so it really does bring more capital to the area. I know when we had regional meetings, we would have loved this type of service. Yes. Because everybody had to go to Virginia Beach, and Virginia Beach is very limited Mm -hmm. in terms of getting there and getting out. I mean, it's just driving. With this type of service, it would have saved us a lot of money and time. Yeah, you've got got high-level executives that are used to this type of travel in New York and other high metropolitan areas. They don't want to fly to Orlando International and sit in a car for an hour to get to the meeting because they just lost an hour of productivity. They want to hop from the jet to the helicopter, land on their building, have the meeting, then fly back out and keep going on with their productive day. Exactly. I see. And you can also fly, I guess, out of the executive airport right downtown, too. Yeah, right. We can fly out of the executive airport and as well as the Amway downtown. Amway. Yeah, Amway. Right. Yes. Is, is it on the roof where you would they, be? On the top of the Geico garage, they put in a nice helipad. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Once again, Mike Blackton is our guest today. Chopper is his business, flychopper.com or baconchopper.com. And once again, his telephone number for the Chopper business is 321-430-H-E-L-I, Heli. 321-430-HELI, or for the bacon chopper, it's 980-29-BACON. <laughs> 980-29-BACON. And yes, you too can fly in a helicopter and shoot an AR-15 and, and, and kill some hogs. Right. That's right. Do you have the aim that it takes to do this? And um, so, uh, you know, you've been working with Rich how long now? You've been uh, sort of bouncing ideas off of him? I was here. About a year, a little bit over a year. Yeah, yeah you, you, obviously you you're pretty talented on your with your own abilities there. I mean, pretty well set. I mean, does does it help to have someone to do that with? Oh, it ha- it he's asking helps. if I offer anything to the yeah. mix. He, I like I like trying to do it in a very tactful <laughs> way. I saw yeah. that. <laughs> he does have a lot to offer to the mix. I just like seeing his face with some of these ideas I come up with, and if I get a really crazy look back, I know I'm onto something. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is the truth. That's sort of the same uh, thing oh I look God. for around here, right? Yes. So, uh, yeah, I can, I can relate to that. Uh, thank you for your support. <laughs> All right. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, uh, we'll look forward to, to reading, seeing on TV, and hearing on radio a lot more about you, right? Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, so uh, this is an exciting businesses that you have going, and, uh, folks, you can take advantage of this. This is something that uh, you can go hunting. Or you can go flying first class 
to an event. Uh, an event. Much of, and, and what if somebody comes up to you with an event that they want to go to that you wouldn't normally fly to? It, obviously, you'd make accommodations, right? All, all money's green. We'll take you wherever you want. That's right. I tell you what, you, you remind me of I was in the convention production business for a while, and that was kind of, uh, you know, the formula. <clears throat> you know, it, tell us what you want. We'll give you a price, and if you pay it, we'll give it to you. Right? Hey, you know, yeah. now every week you come up with a different story. Like last week you were a philosopher. This That's week right. you're an event guy. I was. What's it going to be next week? You never know. Yeah. You were going to say something. I don't really like talking about work when people approach me. So normally when people say, hey, what do you do? I say, what do you need done? There you go. <laughs> and if what I was don't your do favorite it, trip? That's that's what I say. You see, that's thinking big, right? Yeah. You're, you're always thinking big. What do you need done? I can do it, and if I can't, I'll start a company that can. All right. What was your favorite trip? What do you mean by trip? Vacation? No, your your group that you ferried, so to speak. It was a group of business guys out of New York that came down and did Bacon Shopper. They were a bunch of big construction guys and. They were a lot of fun. I don't want to say too much about it, but we had a really good time with them. <laughs> I bet it was a blast. <laughs> Case of beer, at least, between them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we're going to have to leave it there. Thanks again, uh, Mike, for being on the show. It was fascinating, fun talking with you today. Mike Blackton, once again, Chopper is the business. And if you want to fly around shooting at hogs, he's the man to do it with, right? He'll get you all set up. That's uh, baconchopper.com, flychopper.com. And let's see, three two one four three zero heli or nine eight zero two nine bacon. And don't forget the New Year's Eve yacht deal. That's right. That's right. A whole lot of great things. Realityonhold.com, too, if you want to put reality on hold and uh, really, sp- you know, spend for a really nice occasion, right? Yep. All uh, you got to do is call him. He'll make up something. And that's Same also nyeyachtparty.com. All right. Mike, we'll see you around. And folks, thanks for being with us. Yeah, like us. Thank you, guys. All right. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.